Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. Tonight we cover Season 1, Episode 2, The Dance. Hi everybody. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brian. And we are the Dawson Dudes. I think uh, coming off the pilot, it really shows the show is like tightening up a little bit. The plot lines stay a little better. Uh, we don't try to tackle a thousand things at once in this episode. They uh, everybody's been introduced. Everybody we're going to talk about is going to show up, and then yeah, I think I mean I think it benefits streamlining wise just literally by not being the first episode of the series. I like, think pilots in general are kind of crappy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you're just you're setting a hundred things in motion. Yeah, and then there's no payoff. Yeah, it's just like, hey, meet all these people. Uh, we're gonna need you to care about them, toot sweet, and this is what's going on with them. But um, I don't know. I like this episode. Uh, what's your problem with it? I just thought it was kind of boring. I mean, they're start they're starting the journeys they're gonna take together, though. You know, we we, we everybody got introduced to the first one, and now we're we're going down the road. I mean, we'll get into it as the scenes go on. But... All right. The episode tonight, The Dance, starts off with a scene of uh, Dawson is uh, reviewing tapes of his movie, and it's uh, supposed to be, a, I guess, a climactic scene between the character Joey plays that no one cares about and the, pa- the character that Pacey plays that apparently turns into a monster. But uh, young Miss Josephine Potter's having a little bit tr- trouble kissing Mr. Witter. So Dawson's reviewing tapes in his bedroom with Joey, scolding her about not kissing Pacey, because apparently this is a love story and it doesn't work without that, and I thought he was making a fucking horror movie. So how did it Every become... horror movie has a love story, unless it's a slasher movie where it's just where it's more of a um... well, you can't have sex in a slasher movie or you die. Right. So that's the closest you get to a love story is people about to fuck, and it's not a horror story. It's an homage, <laughs> as he says later on in with the show. Uh, with heavy allegorical undertones. I've never wanted to punch something so bad that when he said that, really, there's so many punch worthy like lines in this episode too, though. Right, but that like I don't know. A Vetterbeek has a really punchable face, especially and and that like the floppy hair again probably just jealous on because of my lack of thereof, but um yeah this is a real punchy want to punch Dawson episode. You know I heard an interview with Vanderbeek and apparently uh, for the first three to four seasons of this show he intentionally pitched his voice higher to sound like a like, like a fifteen year old boy because yeah. he's like it's called acting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking. He's like fucking Andy Serkis. <laughs> you guys, for the first three three seasons, I was acting. <laughs> this this is me now. This is me now. This is what my voice sounds I'm like. I'm not a 15 year old boy. I'm 21. Or maybe it was one of those things. The you know the first three seasons, I was acting, guys. Now I am Dawson. I think he's still Dawson. No, I think he's that's that guy, Mr. The Beak, who lives with that bitch from Barbie 24. Barbie 23. Uh, and he plays James Vanderbeek in that though. Oh, he does. He plays himself. Did Why you does think he? That- I feel like Vetterbeek would live in a nicer apartment. Well, he doesn't live with them. He oh. just his buddies with one of them. Okay. Do you do you think they that they named it that secondarily after they realized that there's no number that rhymes with bitch? No, they named it that after they they hired the actress. And they're like, this she's a bitch. Jane <laughs> sucks. Rest in peace, Jane. Well, so here we go. We've got again got Daw- we got Dawson and Joey discussing uh, you know the her problems with kissing Pacey. She's not into it does not like it. She's not acting so hard as Vanderbeek is here, you know, not about it. Then, you know, she pushes it back on, jo- about on on Dawson so he can talk about Jen for the goddamn millionth time. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of the position she's in. I find least believable about this scene is the fact that he shows her a mannequin of her own head, and she does not lose her fucking mind. That's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. No, but she's been watching him, like, make it for, like, two weeks. It's pretty good, too, for, like, a... It is pretty good. For, like, a doofy 15-year-old. I don't like it. It's creepy. Well, I didn't say I wasn't creepy. In this scene, we get our first taste that Joey might like Dawson sure. more than just his friends. It, it tightens everything up. Like, and Katie Holmes turns up the acting game here a notch, too. Uh, and I agree with that. And I watched this one, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I like Joey when I was younger. She's, like, uh, all quippy and smart and stuff. And says like she's got, like, a lot of good burns in this episode, too. Also is- remember, this is a mid-season replacement. So they had less episodes to set up the storyline. That's a really good point. They also, they also shot them all at once, so there's really no excuse for the first episode where Joey's super unlikable to this one where it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. what I was, yeah, was going to say was that like her, where she's at in this episode seems more like uh, you know, closer to the middle of a, season, of a season, but the mid-season replacement, that makes more sense. I get it. You got to get, get that shit happening. You know, but uh, Dawson again starts talking about Jen, and he's all, uh, you know, enchanted with himself that he's not, he doesn't have sex on the brain, and he's a a good, upstanding, pure young man. Then Joey, you know, basically kind of calls Jen a whore there for a second. You know, she's from New York; she moves fast. Yeah, yeah, that 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 doesn't mean she's a whore. That's kind of what she she likes to have fun. Yeah, do you think that that is the angle that Joey is coming from? Yeah, Joey's like, hey, she's from New York; she likes to have fun. No, no, all up in that bang hole. (laughs) <laughs> opening up that is that the butthole all up in that bang hole oh it depends on what hole you think that yeah, that is i'm asking you like what what's which which hole's the bang hole which hole isn't the bang hole you know what i mean <laughs> all, all holes for bang hole but this yeah but this is really where it does show that yeah joey's she like she's like strapping into dawson because like you know you could always think of somebody else and she like lies back and does that little joey potter half smile and she's thinking about dawson and that's pretty cute why you would know? you do that I'm, well, yes, why would you be into Dawson? Ma'am. That's a larger question. We can do a whole episode on that. Let's do it. This fucking guy. <laughs> well, so, you know, I have two girls into Dawson. Yeah. Reason. What's, yeah, what's, it's like. Well, Jen makes sense because he's a nice guy. Sure, a nice fella. And she she's goes never from New dated York. a nice guy because yeah. she's a whore. She comes from New York where they move fast, which nice is. to have fun in her big hole. Although that, the, the she moves fast thing. Is even more unfair because it doesn't happen in this scene. It happens when, by just by virtue of existing, Jen talks to uh, Clint, the captain of the football team, and Cliff. some Cliff, whatever. It's no, not, not whatever. Well, we're get, we're getting ahead of ourselves. You know, credits crawl, Paula Cole plays. It's all great, and then we come back not on right. uh, you know opening quad scene. Kids are rollerblading. Very high school, high school again. Sure. And there's for, even like the cool kid doing the announcements. There's some the frisbees and football. Yeah, yeah. the cool only the coolest kids did announcements <laughs> in our high school. Morning announcements got canceled in my high school. Really took too long. Well, they used to play. They used to lead in with music. You know, like mm-hmm. let's play a popular song at the beginning. and We'll fade out with it. I remember when it was all the small things one time. Mm-hmm. Everybody lost their mind because it was like '99. But then they played uh, "Date Rape." Ah, and those the morning announcements got taken away after that. Yeah, even though it wasn't even any of the lyrics of the song, it was just the horns from the beginning. You That's know? unfair. It's Especially if there's no lyrics. No, just like, all right, tell them not to play that song. Yeah. Now n- now none of you clubs get to tell anybody what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get the updates. Fucking Key Club's trying to do a bake sale for the homeless, and it's like, no, there was a sublime song with an offensive title that got played the other day. That sucks. So high school's happening, and uh, the opening scene of, uh, you know, Dawson is scheming to get into film class because, you know, Dawson likes movies. 
And he walks in to the teacher's class who is sitting on his desk, cross-legged, drinking coffee. And this leads me to my other question about this guy in general. Yeah. Does Capeside have a dedicated film department, like, where this guy is the head of it? Because he seems like he only teaches one class. Yeah, we had a a dedicated, like, K-Mesa. Like, we called it K-Mesa, but it was video production. And that's all he taught. How many sections of that were there? One. Was it just one? Yeah. Yeah. So one, he taught one class. But was he there all day nope. long? Like this nope, guy? No, not happens? true. He also taught. No, oh, watch out. He taught two classes. <laughs> yeah, because I think there was only. I think there was like only one. This kind of reads like this guy's like a. It seems like he should be working in the English department too, like, or what? like at a community college of some sort. Like, you think it's like a gift he's giving to these high school kids to come teach a film class that you would only get in a college experience, like he's adjunct. Yeah, I like think at Cape Side uh, Community College. No, CCC. <laughs> So Dawson wiles his way into film class, you know, makes a compelling argument, gets to sit in the back on the agreement that he not say anything. Which... I, do, I do like that your idea of a compelling argument is like, listen, I won't say shit. No, that wasn't <laughs> It'll his be like, I'm not here. No, he makes it, he's showing that he's making an effort. Sure, sure, sure. I to get, get into class. Dude, I, did, I just been like, dude, leave me the fuck alone, mop top. Then our second introduction of high school for the day comes with uh, Pacey. Standing around like a goddamn creep, waiting on uh, Miss Jacobs. You know what? I'm not going to call her tomorrow because that's weird. Yeah, like and I like the way he says it. I was just, <laughs> I was just literally just literally just about to say I hate the way I say hate the way he says tomorrow. Well, that's why I want to say Miss Jacobs. He's waiting on Miss Jacobs. Every scene between Pacey and Tamara is terrible. Yeah, well, like the only thing making. What Pacey's doing in this episode in regards to Miss Jacobs, not a crime, is the fact that he's under age. But it seems like he has no, like, he doesn't care. He's in the, the whole, there's like a ton of people around. Yeah. And there's that, this one extra who's staring at them like, are they talking about fucking each other? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. They don't, e- they don't even walk like away from anything. Like they're literally like, in the middle of stuff. It's like, they do that f- thing in movies where like me. you're five feet away from somebody, but if you're whispering, they can't hear you. Well, I think that one extra is like, that's where, I think that's going to come up later. Oh, like that, that, that extra, that extra is like in the know. I don't remember. Actually, I honestly do not remember what's going to happen. I feel next. like this, that kid does not come back. I think he does. I feel like I, I feel watched like that scene. Sp- a, I watched that scene a couple of times. That kid comes back. He's got I feel to. like you're spoiled by like post two thousands like uh, TV shows attention to continuity, like you know where background people end up figuring into stuff. That's probably just some guy. All right, let's save that one for later. It's going to come up, or it won't. Are you saying you know? Or are you saying you think? I'm saying I think. I'm okay. saying I literally don't remember how it all comes. Because if you do know, don't spoil it for I'm the not spoil it. I don't remember. So you may be accidentally spoiling it. So then we got um, we got Dawson, Jen, and Joey in the cafeteria talking about Dawson's movie, and uh, still kind of harp- harping on that thing where Joey, you got to kiss, you got to kiss Pacey. We're running out of time. Just do this one scene, and she's giving him shit about it. And then all of a sudden, oh wait, J- okay. By the way, I do th- find that Joey's kind of in the right because she's like never kissed a boy before. Yeah, and she doesn't want her first kiss to be fucking Pacey. Yeah, why is she in the stupid movie? Maybe, she, maybe the she was uh, cast was... before she saw the script, man. I bet fucking Dawson's like one of those dudes. Like you get to see the page of the page of the script you're on on the day we shoot him. But no, I'm just saying. Like I think like you don't want your first kiss to be like the like the most repugnant person you could think of. 
And Charlie just, from the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> well, Joey only knows two people, and this is the most repugnant one, I guess. Yeah, he could kiss. Bo- she could kiss Bodie. What's wrong with Bodie? She can't kiss Bodie. That's her sister's beau. D. D. Dawson keeps trying to like wiggle Jen into everything he does, so he it, can spend more time with her. To the point and where, she, like, he literally says in the beginning of this scene, "Okay, we're like crunch for time here," and then two seconds later. Oh, wait, hold on. We're going to kill one character, introduce another character, and then... That's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's pre- like, that's pretty brilliant high school shit. Just the, uh, just the you know, I can just fold, just fold you into what I'm doing. I, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bang you. This is just the project we got going on. You're new. So we move back to another great uh, Miss Jacobs and Pacey scene. Ugh. This time, it, Pacey is the student, not just standing awkwardly in the front of the classroom. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, here's the, here's the thing. Like, um... In a lot of other shows, a plotline about a teacher and a student fucking each other should be, like, rife with intrigue and interesting and should be, like, I don't know, so, like, something you're at least looking forward to. But, like, every time one of these scenes shows up, it's like, God damn it. I think it was different in 1998. That's That was a question I was going to ask, is that, like... I don't I, remember I don't, hating this storyline as much in 1998. I don't, I, I don't really, like recall much of what was going on like oh you are so much drugs so fucked up all the time dude just met just methed out of my mind rest in peace Jane. i don't call you grow cane for any for no reason because all the cocaine i was doing now um was i i know like dawson's creek was like uh highlighted because like they talk they talk like adults they talk like big they talk the big words but was it also like they they deal with uh, the real shit like real uh, like hot button issues? Was that was that at all part of the yeah, marketing so. thing? Yeah, but also I think parents did not like Dawson's Creek. There was a big like adult backlash on Dawson's Creek because of the, how much sex is was like talked about. Sure, yeah, especially and, in that first episode. How do those weird groups organize themselves before social media? That's weird to think about. I don't know. Ask Tipper Gore. <laughs> PMRC, son. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, yeah, like, a good question. Like, are there, like, like local bulletin boards or? <laughs> well, there was the internet. Dial up. You know, AOL, yeah, find out what yeah, happened. AOL, AOL Somebody's mom was not using it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like fucking uh, busybody grandmas who uh, don't like to- no. uh, people talking about sex. They, they just, they write that how Sorry. old people still do it. Sorry, right and gram and grandpas. There were there were dude parents who were against it as well. I don't. I I feel like I'm being sexist. Uh, they write the FCC women, and they write like their local newspaper. Yeah, well, and we so here we go with the Miss Jacobs and Pacey's scene again. And she, Chris, you're a lit guy. Did you read Wuthering Heights? Uh, no, I read Jane Eyre. That okay. was the that was the big brawny book I read. Yeah, so like I was hoping one of you had read it because I could. Then ask if this interpretation is oh, that's like a good evaluation. <laughs> yeah, or is Couldn't she just taking it. crazy artistic license to like bend a story to like tell a kid in class she wasn't want to bang him and ruining all these kids? It's like, yeah, that's what Wuthering Heights is about, right? Well, the one no, the you're, one you're girl so... seems to be really heartbroken by her interpretation. No, there, there is a lot of like active moaning, like at the end, where it's just like, oh, like I all wish... y'all didn't read this fucking book. I wish they were in love. <laughs> And they were look. He's fucking. Yeah, she's just she's just a crazy lady. Which, by the way, is also as a teacher, to in order to save the heart of one boy she kissed on accident, she's really you know putting forth a a uh, real misogynist type message to the women of her classroom. It's worth it. I don't know her closing. They need to know. Her closing no, word of uh, to know. Pacey doesn't need to know. Like I mean, honestly, we keep saying like 
she's acting kind of nonchalant about the no she's she's trying to tell him no that's the thing is like the one thing um that can be said about miss jacobs tomorrow 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 um in this episode that for someone who made out with a 15 year old in the previous episode she's really trying to be level-headed about this whole situation and um well what else are you gonna do (laughs) i don't know go nuts leave town yeah Escape the uh, Creek authorities. Fake your own death. Start a new life. <laughs> a paceless life. Which almost sounds like she did. Like, whenever she talks about New York and how, like, let me save you the um, therapy, you know? She's always talking about her life in New York and her... Wait, isn't that Jen? No, and her husband. No, Tamara's from New York also. Miss Jacobs? Miss Jacobs. Oh, I guess we don't know that until... Spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, because I don't know any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's from New York. Her and Jed just did a bunch of drugs. So they were both like club kids? <laughs> oh, one of them was a kid. Party mo- cl- I'm a club woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in our next scene, Dawson has made it into film class. Uh, he's sitting in the back, being quiet like he's told to. For was... approximately five seconds. And we get a cameo from Scott Foley. <laughs> Scott Foley. Of Felicity fame. Oh, gotcha. That's Clint. Cliff. 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 <laughs> Clint Cliff. Well, Scott Foley's describing a movie which sounds an awful lot like um, the yet-to-be-released cinematic genius film of James Vanderbeek, uh, Varsity Blues. Also, like, we talked last time about how Dawson looks so old. Scott Foley looks 40. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. he is so much older there. He just looks so much older than the rest of the world. No, yeah, he looks like he works, like he's middle management, like like in sales. Yeah. He even talks like it, too. Like, even, like, his, like, rhyme and meter is, like, a guy who's like... What can I do to see you in 30 copiers, man? Jen, short for Jennifer. Oh, is that Jennifer? Yeah. Like, like, he could be like a young dad. Yeah, he looks like a young dad. Like, he'll tell you about, like, uh, some shit his daughter did, like, on a bike. That's right. His daughter's old enough to ride a bike. Scott Foley was 25 when this was filmed. Yeah, he's four years older than Dawson. But he doesn't have the acting chops of Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek changed his voice. To oh. sound fifteen, yeah, and Foley's and, just talking. Yeah, he's just talking. Foley's talking like a twenty-five-year-old Foley does. Might as well be talking to a fucking bartender. The beak. It's like every time he speaks, it's like that's a fifteen-year-old. That's a fifteen-year-old talking, or a twenty-one-year-old trying to be a fifteen-year-old. Right. That too. Oh wait, yeah. So Dawson, anyway, Dawson is like clearly so offended by Cl- Cliff Clint Cliffs. <laughs> Sports, it's like it's just, and he's like, we move, (laughs) we move into the hallway where he's, uh, you know, airing his grievances to the only person who will ever listen to him speak. Before we move into the hallway, like, other than, other than, like, yeah, the, the story that Cliff, Cliff, yeah, (laughs) Cliff, Cliff, short for Clifford, Clifford, thank you. This, you know, the story that Cliff describes. Yeah, it's it's a little it you know it's a little by the numbers. Dawson's making a fucking horror movie. Like Clint's fine. Dawson, and there's been some again, good sports movies. It's not making a horror movie. He's making an homage with heavy <laughs> allegorical undertones, yeah. right. allegorical slant. Okay. So we cut to Dawson in the hallway with Joey, just going nuts about it. You know, complaining, and you really do see that that uh, really spoiled, selfish area he lives in. He's like. Well, this guy, he's making a movie, but I make movies. He's entering into a film festival, but I'm entering a film festival, but it's sports, and I don't like sports. And 
Well, I think Cliff is supposed to represent everything Dawson is not. Right. But he's and, but cool. Yeah, the the thing that you he's ultimately athletic. The thing you ultimately He's good looking. The thing that you He has a body like a man. The thing that you ultimately You're supposed to not talk until I stop talking, you I, ass. I thought we were doing a bit. Oh, I can go now. <laughs> the we're thing waiting. <laughs> the thing that you ultimately learn about Cliff is Cliff seems fine. He seems like a good dude. Well, I think in that one, after Dawson's like moaning about him in the hallway, we see him approach Jen and just and do that exact same thing. He walks, up, he walks up to a girl. He's super normal and confident. Talks to her and says, "Hey, let's go out sometime." Hey, hey let's go. Yeah, what a dick. And then and then we get from uh, after that interaction concludes, we get from um, Joey. We get see. I told you they move fast. Like literally by virtue of standing there having a normal uh, friend, cordial conversation with Cliff. Being asked out, saying, let me think about it, and then leaving, she's the asshole. Well, I, th- I think we're ignoring uh, all of this. My favorite thing that comes up in this scene is, like, all these sick Joey burns. Because Dawson's moaning, complaining about his, like, oh, the moon. She's like, wow, a good-looking guy and a sports movie? Life is so cruel. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Did you ever have any experiences like that? Where a good-looking guy uh, who wanted to write a sports movie tried to take your lady? Well, I didn't have that problem in high school. You didn't have any ladies. <laughs> or a movie I was making. Was it? Did anyone ever make a movie in school? That's not true. We did make a couple of movies in school. They weren't very good. I'll see. Yeah, Dawson Home with Mitch in the you know third or fourth of what's going to be so many creepy Mitch and Dawson scenes. Yeah, there's n- very, very little about this scene that I'm comfortable with. Start, I mean, like, starting with the, all right, look, you want to borrow your kid's camcorder to, like, do a weird shit with your wife? Oh, yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, like, go ahead. Do that. But, like, don't no. tell him about it. No, 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 no. Buy your own fucking camcorder. Buy your own it's camcorder. It's the 90s camcorders are expensive. They probably bought him that one. Her, his fucking son has a camcorder. That's as, probably- as a parent, his right is to say, is my camcorder now. You buy your own. That could become Mitch's camcorder. Then he can tape all the weird fuck stuff he wants. Oh, especially if your son is in love with making movies. Like, at any moment, Dawson's going to be like, just, oh, there's my camera. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to, wait, there's a tape in here. It's called Dad Sex. What is it? <laughs> your Dad Fucks Your Mom, <laughs> Volume 2. No, it, yeah, it's not like he was borrowing, like, you know, you don't, uh, you stopped using your skateboard when you were 10, so I figured I'd, I figured I'd take it. It's like, this is, like, his right arm. But like, yeah, like he at Dawson asked Mitch about kissing. The exact and words then, are like, the me- the mechanics of kissing. Yeah, uh, what was he expecting? Like to like have his dad just like oh, kiss him, kiss him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let me show you, son. Here, <laughs> get in here. And then he kisses that stupid doll, and he's like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> so what's on going on in Joey's head as? Uh... She watches this whole thing unfold. I'm confused as whether or not it's Joey like Joey is seeing herself as that decapitated head, as that creepy. No, before that, head. before that, before when Mitch, when she, because she watches the whole conversation of like Dawson asking Mitch about kissing, Mitch telling some like kind of skeevy stories about Dawson's mom, and then like wet your lip and all this kind of stuff. Is like, is Joey looking at this like a, oh my god, what have I stumbled onto? Because it seems like she's looking at it as kind of like a. Well, let's look at this father-son moment I've stumbled upon. This is nice that there's he has a family. Yeah, maybe because maybe it's partially like what is this, and partially like ah, 
If I had a dad, maybe we would be having a conversation like this. She does have a dad. Right. If I had a dad that had not uh, gone to jail for marijuana trafficking in excess of 10,000 pounds. It's a whole truckload, guys. That is a, like, in a realsies truck. A Walmart truck. I don't think she's thinking about her dad. I think she's thinking about her mom. Or she's thinking about... Who got that cancer thing. She's thinking about Dawson's dad. Oh, she probably would love to make out with Mitch. Who wouldn't want to make out with Mitch? He's a good-looking guy. If you like Dawson. Mitch is like Dawson, but, like... Hunky. Way better. Real, real seems real empathetic, real sensitive. That's that's the seems term. To love his wife, loves his wife, a lot. loves banging his wife for sure. That's the the turn this show should have made. It's like Joey, you know, sees Mitch being all loving and stuff, and then Joey has an affair with Mitch. Wait, that would have turned it up. You're saying that's not it? Season seven, everybody. So that doesn't happen. There's only six seasons of this show. Motherfucker. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Tell the Netflix reboot. So Dawson, you know, kisses that creepy that creepy head, and yeah, Joey's, in Joey's so stoked. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, imagine if there was a girl you liked, but she had a creepy decapitated head of you, and then she started kissing it. You would be like, sweet. Or just like started saying really dirty shit to it. <laughs> so after Joey uh, witnesses uh, that little nightmare of uh, father-son relationshiping, uh, she goes to you know, make her what I assume is her stealthy exit out of Dawson's window, and then uh, oh no, no, nope. missed it. She catches. Uh, but I was going to say she overhears something in the room, and then follows a uh, telephone cord because it's the nineties. Sure, into Ford's. the bedroom to hear Gail whispering sweet nothings to Bob. her to Bob. No cordless phones in Cape Side. So Joey finally lets Gail know that she knows, and Joey always. Bring it up, the dead mom thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, constantly just like, that's her go-to card. Fucking bang that gong one more time. It's like, I, I get no. it. My mom, who's dead with that cancer thing, was a real sweet, sweet lady. That comes later, actually. You're a real oh, really? jerk. That's the second time she catches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, oh. th- yeah, th- this uh, at this point, it's just kind of like. Oh, they just have awkward talk. And, she's, and right before Joey leaves, she says, I know. And then she's living rent-free in Gail's head for... Why is Gail so like clearly just this bad at cheating? Is she trying to get caught? I mean, running the phone cord well, I mean, across probably... the damn house to like. Well, I think she is trying to get caught. And it's also I don't know this, but like if this is like her, this may be her uh, maiden voyage into the world of cheating, and you know she's so taken by the process of it that she's not uh, she's not thinking to cover her tracks. She's she's wild for it. She's she's not uh, she's, th- she's not thinking. Also, I think that's what happens. People get sloppy and they get caught. That's yeah. how people get caught. Fair point. It took this uh, yeah, right into a real world. Yeah, yeah, it's not, It's not. you know, it's not, she's not fucking pathological. She's uh, banging a dude on the side and she's bad at it. I mean, just think how much sex she's had. Like, between yeah, Mitch and Bob. Because yeah, that's, that's the thing, is that, like, it's not like she's cheating on Mitch with Bob because Mitch and her have an inactive sex life. No. They seem to fuck pretty much on the reg, and then she's like, not enough. She needs it. <laughs> she wants the D. <laughs> that that definitely is the um, thesis of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Old D, young D. They just need the D. It's called a sexual awakening, everybody. And uh, Gail's in the middle one. And then we're out to the movie scene. They're shooting, and this is the uh, we're gonna kill Joey off. And in one take, uh, they knock her head off, and that's uh, that's impressive. Oh, they only had one take because of. You know, special effects and everything. Seems stupid. Seems like you'd want to get a couple angles on that. Like, maybe, you know, go like this, and then maybe get... No, nah, he's like a Rodriguez-type 
just just set one it. shot. He's got the he's editing. He's in got the, edit in his He's head. editing it in the film itself. So yeah. Or he's like a Kevin Smith type, just like kind of set it and forget doesn't it. Doesn't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dawson doesn't care. So Joey goes to clean up, and then we get Jen, who just continues to be rad. I feel like uh, he's like I'm gonna be friends with this girl, even though she's super mean to me. She compliments her body a little bit, washes the no homo, <laughs> no homo. Yeah, she no, she does she, the nineties. No homos ver- it. <laughs> she nineties version of no homos it. It do, it does kind of weird you me out that she. Breasts. It does kind of weird me out that she calls them breasts both times. Uh, seems really TVE to me. Well, you want like titties, titties, Joey? You have great titties. <laughs> <laughs> and then to say it a second time, I don't like my titties. <laughs> uh, no homo, but you got some great titties, <laughs> yeah, Joey. <laughs> really good titties. I didn't realize that. Uh, Jen herself uh, coined the term uh, that she looks like a duck, which is this seems really, really harsh. It is because, like, the like you know, I feel like the word on the street was like, yeah, Michelle Williams looks like a duck, and like, did the writers write that in to what to like reference that that's like in the zeitgeist that <laughs> yeah. she looks kind of duck like, no, or did, or did this make it in the zeitgeist? Oh. And she said, "I look like a duck," and then for, for but what came first? Did they write the duck line? Or- and cast Michelle Williams, or did Michelle Williams get casted and they had already written the duck line? And or like they cast Michelle Williams, and then for this episode, they're, they were like, they, they were just like looking at pictures, like what's wrong with this girl? She looks like a duck. Oh, and she's too short. Her breasts are weird. And they like present. I'm sorry, her titties are weird. Her titties, yeah, thank you. And, and like, yeah, they would like they like presented her with the script, and she's like reading through. It's like what the fuck, man? Fucked up. <laughs> How long did you stare at a fucking? How long did the the writing staff stare at a fucking picture of me? Also, I like like Joey's like one complaint about herself is I'm too tall. I'm too tall. (laughs) Just too attentive and too smart too. But you know, and then Jen does the whole like I'm gonna make it really hard for you to hate me. She really wants to be a nice person. Yeah, friends. She doesn't have any friends. She just like wants to make some new ones. These are like nice kids by the creek, you know. And Joey's like, I've never had a female friend. Yeah, and no, it's and like, I don't want to have a female friend ever. Jen's really, really throwing her all into like this whole new start thing. She's just like, I'm not going to be one of these fast New York <laughs> chicks <laughs> who don't have female friends and are mean. I'm going to be a capeside lady who is nice and uh, compliments female friends' titties. And so far, I'm going to go ahead and say successful. I find it really hard not to like her, too. She is more likable in hindsight. I remember not being a Jen fan in my youth, maybe because I was such a Joey fan. everybody was a Joey fan. So Dawson's back shooting his film, and now it's the uh, kissing scene with Pacey that Joey could not do. Pacey's clearly thing. into it, very much into it. And Jen Get seems like it. she's having a good time, too, you know? She seems fine. That's uh, what makes Dawson so mad, is that she's... It does kind of seem like Pacey's attacking her. Well, he is kind of attacking <laughs> her. But look, at, but she's... No, I think... Pacey's attacking her, and because men wrote it, you have to be like, oh, God. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, like even as Jen dismounts, like, she's got kind of, like, a light slash smiley look on her face. Like, well, you know, he just straight up took advantage of me. What are yeah. you going to do? It's like on Three's Company. Michelle Williams was on Three's Company? Now, Jack is always sexually harassing his roommates. Always. But, and then their reaction is... Oh, Jack. But nobody's more offended than uh, than Dawson rushing over. Uh, that makes total sense, though. Yeah, you're, no, this, if your well, best yeah. friend is making out with the one girl you like. This this moment probably like reads the truest yeah. about how this would go, how a situation like this would go with a bunch of 15-year-olds, especially when one is pointing a camera at the lady he likes. It's one of those things where if it wasn't your best friend, you would care less, but because it is your best friend. It's like, bro, you're supposed to know this. You know this, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. 
No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, for but sure. But the one thing, you know, yeah. now, oh, somebody else is kissing Jen. We got to cut that scene. Spent weeks trying to convince Joey to do it. Well, it doesn't make sense. Fucking kiss Why would she kiss her cousin's ex-boyfriend after her cousin just no, died? That's the thing. Is his justification for, cut it, for cutting this scene makes, makes, perfect t- makes sense. absolute total sense. It's played like, Dawson, like Dawson's being hypocritical, but this is a ridiculous thing to have yeah, happen yeah. in the context of this movie within a TV show. So the scene wraps up. Dawson's done. Dawson takes his ball and wants to go home. Uh, Pacey's got to bail because he's going to the dance to see his lady love. Yeah, another time where it's like, if you want to see tomorrow, 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 why would you do it at the dance? Yeah, that's like the worst place. No, yeah, the two the two places he has tried to confront her so far in the front of a classroom full of students and at a dance, yeah, full of students, yeah, and on the pier full of people, full of and boats. But at least at the <laughs> pier, it's like we're supposed to believe that like nobody's around, and it's and it's like you know, return to the scene of the crime. It's yeah. got a, it's got like a narrative but, like, thing she's to it. But she's not going to talk to you at the dance. Well, we should find out and see if it's going to happen. He does. He's fifteen. He doesn't know. Maybe she will. It's a dance. I feel like at 15, I'd be like, uh, she's not going to talk to me then. There's, like, other kids there. Yeah. He's yeah. 15. He's not fucking stupid. And, like, for that's the thing, is that, like, Pacey's, like, intelligence, like, really kind of, like, yo-yos. Like, in the first episode, I believe that is... Giving a shit about Pacey's character? <laughs> is that what's happening? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, let me finish this real quick. Like, at the, at the end, where they kiss, he starts with this fucking mono, this monologue about aging women... That was obviously written by a jilted '30s television writer, and then and then in this throughout this whole episode, he seems to just be like some dumb kid. So like, which is he? I believe both. Fuck! Right <laughs> now you're getting it. Now Mind you're getting low. into it. Pacey's my favorite character. <laughs> he's smart, but he's a fuck up like I you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anybody like that. Somebody who seems really smart at sometimes and sometimes really fucking dumb. I, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna lie. That on my drive here, at one point, I was just like, "Is do I not like Pacey because he reminds me of myself somehow?" <laughs> Because I was thinking about, I was like, no, because like I was, I was thinking specifically about like, like I, I literally had the thought like, all this guy thinks about is like fucking, <laughs> and but like as a ne- like as a negative, and, but then, but then I was like, yeah, but like you don't like Dawson because he's like because he never he pretend he acts like he never thinks about fucking. I feel like you just had a breakthrough. Jesus, <laughs> we just had a real breakthrough moment for Chris. I mean. It only took two episodes, everybody. This, I mean, this sounds like a joke, but th- you know, this is something to think about. Yeah, <laughs> no, it really is. Like reflectively, you don't give a fuck about this person, and then all of a sudden, you realize you have so much in common with this person. Maybe you should give more fuck about yourself. <laughs> Congratulations, I played myself. It's not your fault. Let's not do this right now. It's not your fault. No, I'm not doing the bit. I'm saying let's not do this right now. It's not your fault, Chris. Come on, man. Like we're trying to record the podcast. It's not your fault. Don't fucking do this to it's me. not your fault. So Dawson goes chasing after Jen. So, Jen, what are you going to do tonight? Are we going to go to a... M- I rented these movies to do, like, nerd shit with me in the house, you know, in my studio. Yeah, and, and is- she's like, I'm not a fucking nerd. I'm going to go to the dance like everybody else. With that pop- with that popular pretty normal guy who yeah. talked to me at the hall. Yeah, like, do I seem like-, like a fucking Dorcas to you? No, I got asked out by a hot dude to a dance. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Did you go to the dances at school, John? I went to one. Okay, I went to all of them. 
I went to most of them. And like, in the last two years, I went to. Weren't you uh, like ASB president or something too? Yeah, something like that. Vice president. But like, second vice president. You had to be like, I was first vice president. Fine. Only like the really weird kids didn't go to the. We went to probably a much smaller school than you two. I don't think we did. How big was your graduating class? Four hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, it's twice yeah. as big as ours. Oh, all right. So, like, everybody just went. And you had to be, like, really fucking weird. So after Jen uh, informs Dawson that he's going to dance, we cut to the ro- we cut to Dawson's bedroom in the evening with Joey, who is now just stuck listening to Dawson wax philosophical about... Joey's life does suck. Yeah, it's terrible. She has to listen to Dawson all the time. Like, being in love with somebody, and then you have to listen to them talk about this fucking girl all the time. And he's just, like, such a doofus, too. Like, he, it's not like... Anything you would want to listen to. It's like they've known each other for like 10 fucking years. Guarantee you I can count on two hands the number of questions Dawson has asked Joey about Joey. Like, I bet when she was like, you know, you know, my mom has this cancer thing. He's like, yeah, but you're still going to be at school on Sunday or on Monday, right? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah like, it's, it's just like, it just sucks just having to lay there. And just like, I get why she's in a bad mood all the time. She's yeah. always hanging out with Dawson. All you know is, like, what's going on with fucking Dawson? Why don't you talk to Jen, Joey? She understands what you're going through. Mm, yeah, but Jen's a cunt. Jen's fine. The Jen's fine, but, like, Jen, Dawson likes Jen. And you have to hear about Jen all the time. Uh, and how great true. Jen is. Sure. Hey, Jen's like you, but, like, better. Yeah, that is rough. That that scene yeah, where, he's, where he basically she, just, like, fucking spells it out. She loves Dawson. Dawson loves Jen, and she can't, like... Jen. Well, Jennifer. she should like Jen. Hasn't she heard enough about how Jen is awesome? Like, hang out with Jen. She's awesome. She's just like you. I mean, that's a commercial. And Dawson immediately decides what he has to do. Is raise that boombox over yes, his head. Yes, I was going to say that exact same thing. I was going to say anything moment and go to this dance and win Jen. I couldn't think of the name of the movie all day long, and I purposely did not look it up because I knew you would say it. Way to go. You can't see Brian, but he's holding the boombox over his head right now. But, you know... Yes. Dawson hypes himself up for the desperate act that's going to make him look stupid pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, runs he pulls off. out a suede vest from the closet. And he says... The coolest thing you can wear. He's like, two seconds, i got to check my hair. That hair takes more than two seconds. <laughs> so while Dawson's primping and getting you know his Dawson cut ready to go to woo the young Jen, Joey goes out into the hallway of Dawson's house. Because I assume she just feels like she can walk around like she lives there. Because No, no I, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I used to... Go to Chris's house when he was at home. <laughs> my mom came home one time to find our friend Ken in my brother's room playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and he was the only one there. <laughs> she, she walked up to him and was just like, hey, Ken. Hi. Is Chris here? No. <laughs> All right, well, lock up when you leave. That's like, that That totally makes sense. It happens. But we know here's where we have... Uh... Joey encounter Gail again. Oh yeah, and th- yeah, the the more in depth of the bitch, I know what you're doing. Yeah, she drops the cancer. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the reveal about Joey. She reveals that her dad was no, her that her dad been running around on her mom for yeah, her whole cheating. Life. You mean the the drug trafficker uh, didn't have respect for the sanctity of marriage? Um, I believe though, I don't know. Does she say her whole life? She yes. does it for as long as she can remember. For as long as she can remember. I think. So unless she has later like on, it's implied that it's disease. only during while she has cancer. Are you sure? Because I was th- yeah. I was thinking that too, and then I couldn't decide if that was just a different movie or TV show. No, that I I'd think seen. later on they implied that he was only cheating on her while she had cancer. So that's a retcon thing because yeah, she definitely says in this one like for yeah. as long as I can remember. 
So, so they wanted to make so they wanted to make him more awful by by pinpointing the cheating to like you got cancer. I'm banging around on you. Uh, it actually is something that happens a oh, yeah. lot. Yeah, I know. I've done it because you know when your partner gets cancer, you don't want to be the asshole that says I'm out. Right. But then you but stay, you also- and then you have to deal with this person who has cancer and all everything that goes with that. And then you and if it, you just you know cheat. I do. Yeah, oh. you just told me you did. I did. I didn't. It's getting real in here tonight, guys. But we see, uh, I think this this really does illustrate how much Joey does care about Dawson in this scene because she gets real stone cold on Gail for a minute and says, Is it because she cares about Dawson or is it because her mom was cheated on? I think she cares about Dawson. There's like a couple times where. Well, she obviously cares about Dawson. But when she gets like, every now and again, she dials in and gets like real on somebody. And it happened in the last episode with Jen where she tells Jen not to play with his emotions. And this time she's like, Whatever whatever it is that you think you're doing or whatever reasons you have worth it, it's not worth what you're going to cost your family and stuff. I think because she cares about Dawson. But I think that's a lot of, like, her own shit going on. Well, definitely influenced by that. Well, it's it's it a any- big reveal scene right there. Isn't it anything you put that much of your fucking cojones into, you know, at least partially come from your own shit? So we get to the dance scene uh, with a little classic uh, Savage Garden playing in the background. Dude. The kids are... Uh, Dude, Chris, Chris, Chris has got something to say. What's up? No, no, no. no. I was just uh, when when that scene started, I was like, I was literally never thought that I would hear Savage Garden again. That was the world I was living in, and all of a sudden, it's I want you. But boom, who I want you? Chicka 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 cherry cola. I found it to be a very casual homecoming, apparently, because we've got uh, Cliff dressed like someone's dad dropped him off at the dance. Yeah. Like it, the dad that dropped him off there. It, he's dressed, like tucked in by like puffed out shirt. Yeah. Um, real, the real high-waisted, like way more high-waisted than you'd want. Chinos. Jean, chinos, yeah. No, they weren't. No, he was wearing like they were like, like, an stone, acid like acid-washed uh, like jeans. Like an acid-washed like, jeans. Like stone-washed. Yeah. No, yeah. He's well, dr- he had white tennis shoes on, too. <laughs> He'll dress like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't think. I don't think you ever. I don't think you ever get a full body. You don't get to see his. Um, you don't get to see what, what kicks yeah. he's got on. And he's dancing like a fucking idiot. He does. Warn, he, he says that. He does warn that he is. Um, no, that uh, that's him being like coy. Yeah. Like, and then he dances like I a can't f- fucking asshole. <laughs> Terrible. A lot of dancing going on over here in the Dawson Dude Studio tonight. Let's watch it. I can only imagine what fucking Dawson looks like when he's dancing, when he's like doing a fast dance. Uh, Apparently, slow dancing. He's amazing. He like twirly whirlies her. I feel like Joey was leading for most of that. No, that was definitely Dawson. All the big D. Yeah. Well, you know, we have Jen and Cliff talking to each other. Cliff's being a smooth guy. And and it's not Clint. Clint's not Clint. And Jen's having the time of her life. Yeah, she seems to be having a really nice time at this dance. And here come Dawson and Joey. Dawson, who decided to go to this dance, dressed as a pirate for some reason. (laughs) The the suede vest. And Joey, who's just following along uh, by her own admission. Joey, who didn't change. (laughs) Who did not change clothes. And by her own admission, just came to watch his spiral. Joey has uh, less of a sense of occasion than Dawson does. Is it homecoming? Or is it just a dance? Well, it's a game that they said. It seems, like it, you said, really casual. But it's it's um. I think no, I think it's just a. I think like it's like a, a back to school like dance. dance. No, in the cool kid announcements at the beginning, they say it's a game. It's a dance that's going to celebrate the game from the night before, but they don't know if they're going to win or not yet. That sounds like a homecoming dance to me. Wait, it's going to celebrate. It's it's a re- game from the night before. So it's like a game winning dance. But or losing. They don't know if they're going to win or not. They make that point. They don't know. So Pacey makes his entrance to the school dance, and I don't care what you say about his bowling shirts. I want this one. 
with the palm trees on it. That's great. I'd totally wear that shirt. I don't now. think that's a. I, that's not a bowling shirt. That's a formal shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Formal luau shirt, <laughs> bowling shirt, bowling shirt, bowling shirt. Ah, oh, formal shirt, formal shirt. Oh wait, is this a bowling shirt? <laughs> it's the only short sleeve formal shirt in existence that isn't worn by Detective Sipowitz in NYPD Blue or Mormons or Mormons, but or like a guy who works at a shitty bank. It's got RS palm man. trees on it. It's like a casual Friday shirt. Why is he wearing a casual Friday shirt? It's a dance. <laughs> it's the it's the you know early fall. They just started school. Look at this shirt. This shirt's great. Uh, this is not a bowling shirt. That's not a bowling shirt. Those are clearly palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> it is a short sleeve formal shirt. <laughs> so Pacey in his hula shirt sees uh, Tamara and decides to approach her, Tamara. you know, in a creepy way. And Tamara is looking good. Yeah, she looks great. Uh, a little side note about Tamara here. As you guys know that the actress who plays Tamara also played Logan Huntsberger's mother in Gilmore Girls? No. Indeed. Who's Logan Huntsberger? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> that's who. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> well, that's a that's an argument for a whole different day. Just thought I'd bring that up. Different show. Different show. I don't like that, and this may be me misrem- misremembering, but Pacey seems to approach her quite often from, like, behind. creepily from behind. Uh, no, I think in the classroom he's in front of her. Oh, that's right. He's already sitting. No, he's doing another creepy thing, already sitting in her fucking desk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was weird. Yeah, that's not okay. None of the things he's doing are okay. Also, I don't like how Dawson zings Cliff by uh, oh. calling him by calling him like he like he should be in like a J Crew catalog. Oh, dressed the way he is dressed. By the way, the Dawson's Creek cast uh, show up, I think, in a J Crew. Yeah, catalog. yeah. There was just a, there. There was like a Dawson's cast specific J Crew catalog. So there, is that like like a fun zing for J Crew or something? No, I don't think that it happened yet. Also, he's not dressed like he, like he's from uh, Shop to J Crew. He's dressed like he shops at like... maybe in nineteen ninety eight. That's what you look like when you were shopped at J Crew. I don't remember. That was like Dad Store. I feel like J Crew was probably Dad Store in nineteen ninety eight. Now that we're Dad Age, it's just our store. <laughs> oh, shop there, shit's too expensive. <laughs> hey, I got a J Crew shirt in the mail today. Actually, yeah, no shit. Yeah, see, of course you I, did. I feel like, see, see, in nineteen ninety eight, if you were our age, you were poor. You were a dad. You were like a dad. Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. We dodged a bullet, homie. Maybe several bullets. Who knows? So My boys can swim. That's why you wear J. Crew in nineteen ninety eight. I think they both look fucking stupid. That's all I'm gonna say. So Dawson storms into this dance to, you know, show the world what's up, gonna boombox over the head and drags poor Joey out on the floor with him. And as is wont to do in most movies where dances are involved, the slow song that's the fast song slows to a slow song and they have to slow dance awkwardly and, together. Uh, I don't actually think it's awkward. I think they have a kind of a nice moment. Yeah. And then Dawson's like about to be like, hey, this is a nice moment. And then runs into Jen and Cliff. And he also knows how to two-step apparently, which yeah, is also like, interesting. Whirly whirly. Just a little twirly whirly. And like, and like, like with minimal effort too. Like yeah. he's like looking for Jen the whole time and just like casually does that. Yeah. And runs into Jen. Jen's all fucking smiles like, hey, my friends are here. Hey, Dawson, do you want to dance? Though so if you're... Think about it from Dawson's point of view where you're like... Listen, Dawson's thinking about everything from Dawson's like, point of view enough. The girl you like is now in the arms of much better looking, cooler dude. He also says, I dab when I believe he means I dabble. Yeah, I noticed that too. I, well, I, he's dancing and he says I dab. Yeah, yeah but uh, where she's like, he's like, you know, he, he's a great filmmaker. And then Cliff is like, oh, you like movies? And he's like, I dab. Is uh, that like a cool way to like, say I dabble? Is he trying... He's like, 
he's like, you don't know who I am. I make good movies. Have you heard of Steven Spielberg? But he's trying to insinuate that he like knows a lot about movies. No, but what he's saying is like I dabble, like trying to be cool about it, and I know, not but talk I'm saying about him about it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He just likes Spielberg. Yeah, well, he doesn't know that that isn't doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> I dab. Like he dabs. So Dawson ends, like. ends that weird encounter. Bandage Joey on the dance floor. No, no. Chases dabs. Jen out into the hallway. Dawson runs after Jen, who's going to the bathroom, and Jen's like, "Oh, I was. I, I've been looking for you. Where have you been?" And he like wants to play cool, and then she's like, "Oh." I want to dance with you. And then he, like, ruins it. Yeah. He should just be like, yeah. This yeah, is what I came here for. I came here to dance with you. <laughs> but no, it's just... No, he's like, what I, came, what I came here to do was rebuff your friendly advances and then stare at you like a fucking and, creep. And, yeah. With my, you know, with my friend who loves me. With her weird 90s, uh, payas. And, like, um... Side tassels. That oh, yeah. Super the, distracting. The, ni- the 90s straight payas. You should braid it, like... Obi-Wan. And her you weird know, kind of like uh, sh- her shirt action. Blouse. Like, yeah. It's, blouse. it's real blousy. She looks great. She's cute. She's very cute. Dawson's landing on real thick and Joey's just trying to real talk him at this point. Just like, dude, no, this is not good. And Yeah, no, get the fuck out of here. No, and, yeah, she kind of tells him, either do something or let's go. And she's trying to tell him and then she weirdly mixes her metaphors. She says, uh, you're trying to do this weird Frankenstein hide thing. It's like you're, you're confusing your gothic horror with one another. Yeah, I think, I don't know, is that, like, supposed to be, like, a winky, like, book joke or something? Or, like, look, Joey doesn't know everything? I think these writers like, were just not as good as they think they were. Yeah, like I, th- I, like, I think that that reference was, they were, like, trying to do, like, three things with it, and none of them really succeeded. It's meta. Because little do they know, it's 20 dumb. years later, a bunch of dudes read both those books, or owned them both at the same time. Not a bunch. You and me. You and me. Yeah, Frankenstein? He's re- actually Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, it's not Frankenstein. <laughs> no, the that, that's, Frankenstein. that's the thing. That's the thing I like. Maybe the least. That's what people people doing what, that. Yeah, so he totally pisses off Jen. He hasn't pissed off Jen yet. No, she's yeah because she's like forget about it. Yeah, he almost chased her. He and then chased she chases her into the bathroom. So she's already irritated. Yeah. So he sits here and he waxes philosophical with Joey for a while. Tells her why uh, all the reasons that Jen is amazing and. This scene is really written, I feel like, to make Dawson out to appear. Like, I mean, he's oblivious and selfish and all that kind of stuff, but it's just, hey, this girl, I'm so in love with her because she's just like you. If I was Joey, I would be so pissed. Well, look at the face. Of course she's pissed. Like, if you, like, she's, like, in love with this guy who, like, doesn't even know. And then he's like, she reminds me of you. But, like, she's Jen. What the fuck Fuck is that supposed to be? you, you piece of shit. Yeah. And I'm Joey. <laughs> but Joey turns like turns his own like dumb movie metaphor around him on like a really smart way. He says, You're the sea creature from your own movie, you're messing shit up. Yeah, it's like how we say Chris Girl was Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Pacey of your own Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, and then Dawson decides to uh man up. And he even narrates his own because Joey's already bailed by the time like he decides that he's going for it. He like narrates to himself. He's like, It's time for a rewrite. But even like even <laughs> in manning up, he does say that. Like to truly man up is to like honestly assess the situation. He goes in just to just blow it up, and like it's the most pure distillation of his oblivious ego. Is like if I just go over here and declare how sh- how I want shit to be, that is how it will be. Oh, I think that's the thing though. In the movies, that's how it would work. Right. Like oh, 
I let the girl go. I'm just going to run to the airport at the last minute and just yeah. tell her how I feel. And then she's just going to forget about the last hour and a half and be like, okay. Right. She's been thoroughly open. To the very last second, she's been thoroughly open for me to change yeah. Like, and is just waiting for me to yeah. figure it out. So like, I think it's the idea that Dawson lives in a movie. Sure. A Spielberg movie. I was thinking that is there like a Spielberg movie with like this kind of uh, boy meets Shit, girl, boy this. gets girl, color purple. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. He doesn't deal romance because he doesn't have sex in his movies. Yeah, the closest you get to romance is like, hey, Indiana everybody Jones. wants to fuck Indiana Jones, but so, then they will end up either screwing him over, like the Nazi lady in um, uh, Last Crusade, Last Crusade, um. Being a fun drunk like Marion Ravenwood, or uh, just yelling like Kate Capshaw. Yeah, and I don't know what happened in the fourth one. Marion Ravenwood comes back. Hell yeah! So if the uh, scenes with Pacey and Tamara are not enough to make you uncomfortable and feel awkward at this scene, where Dawson decides he's going to cut in on Jen's going to get it done for you. By the way, he could have just been like, "Hey, can I cut in?" And then they could have been like, "Yeah, and that it. That's it." Or, or hey. It doesn't look like this dance, this is like the last fucking dance of the night. How about you wait till the end of this fucking song and be like, hey, hey, Jen, can I talk to you for a second? Sorry. Hey, let's dance. So Dawson cuts in, delivers this uh, speech spectacle. And it's, pre- it's pretty, uh, pretty weak, Dawson. It is a weak speech. And even when he throws in, hadn't thought that far yet. It's like, uh, that, that, that. From another speaker that may come off as like kind of cavalier, but you just seem like you're. Uh, he should have walked over to one of those giant DJ speakers, lifted <laughs> it up over his head, head. <laughs> to Lloyd Dobler at DJ style. Yeah, uh, but DJ Lloyd Dobler. <laughs> Lloyd Dobler sounds like a weather man, or like Lloyd like, Dobler with the Dobler three thousand, <laughs> or like like a like some like someone who um like a Megan's Law thing, <laughs> like a molester. Yeah. Like, Lloyd uh, Dobler touched me. Local, local pedophile, Lloyd Dobler. <laughs> Cliff should have beaten the shit out of Dawson, right? No. Well, here's the thing about Cliff. He's a really nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's like a he's and he's not like a nice guy. Like I'm a nice guy, but like I'm secretly like, eh. like he's a good guy. He's like he's not. He really is. Like as we will see further in episodes, he's just like a nice guy. He's not like accidentally covered in popcorn guy who slugs a fifteen year old in episode one. He's like got fucking mop top up and up in his grill, like trying to jack his date, and he's like, "Listen, man, be cool, be cool like Clint, Cliff, <laughs> short for Clifford, not Clinton." <laughs> so that scene ends mercifully quickly. It could have gone on for a lot yeah, longer. Yeah, Jen just decides to leave them both for some reason. Yeah. That's a big best call. No, but I, I feel like Cliff call, didn't do anything. Yeah, Cliff is really kind of collateral damage in this. He's like, just like, it, it was wait, de- who's this guy? Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely like, Jen was definitely like, listen, I don't want to deal with any of this shit. And like, Cliff is just kind of like, sorry, buddy, you're collateral damage. I mean, there's a lot of noise going on. Jen's and Jen's Jen's a cool chick. She's seen all this shit before. She's like, I'm done. And she's on? trying, you know, she's trying to juggle this. Like, I'm trying to start a new life, and like this, this shit's falling apart. And these guys are being weird. And this is the kind of thing I don't no, want to. One of the guys is being weird, right? But it's one all... guy is reacting totally normal. Absolutely, for someone to come up to your date, make a speech, and to react. Oh, as, yeah. No, I'm hey. Who is this guy? I'm Team Cliff this this entire... I'm Team Cliff this entire episode. I feel like she should be dating him. He seems nice. 
Spoiler. So we cut to the Joey, Dawson, and Pacey all walking home from the dance. Dawson's still fucking talking about himself. Of and, it, and of course, his first, his first response was, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Joey, how could you let yes, me do I this? Yes, wrote the same thing. Blames it all on Joey. Well, he, for, he blames Pacey for not being around. Like, where were you, man? It's like, hey, man. I'm not here to all like fuck it. I was going to the dance before anybody was going to the huh. dance. I was I going was, to have a good time. <laughs> and before that, I was with you making your stupid ass movie. <laughs> yeah. Casey has his own fucking life. I told you I, I, I was going to go to the dance. I had things to do there. Yeah. Well, and then Pace- You're a fucking minder because you decided to show up yeah. vest laden. Blames Pacey and then blames Joey for not stopping him. But Pacey's reaction is the best because he's just like, he just kind of stops and goes, All right, I'm out, guys. <laughs> then he just bails. Which was also smart. Also, Joey like, has I'm a not good reaction where she's like, I just don't want to be philosophical anymore tonight. It's draining. <laughs> yeah. Being she, around Dawson is fucking draining. She's done, too. Yeah. And then, of course, as is wont to happen on the creek, we see Jen standing on the Somebody dock. Somebody is always staring off into the distance. At a boat. Moonlit. Dawson, you know, Moonlit. girds his loins and announces... You know, I've already ruined this night enough. And then Joey's reaction to that is even better. The last line she says back to him before he goes, he goes, "Till no one's left standing, huh? And it's like, that's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> like she's like, Joey's like throwing shade on Dawson like this entire time. But Dawson has no idea. No idea. He, he doesn't react to any of her burns or like. I do, I do like sort of like almost privately bemused Joey where she just like yeah. throws that out. Throws that out knowing like, listen, this joke's just for me. Yeah, she's just <laughs> quipping to herself. Yeah. Which is another that must some be, kind of Joey too. That must be like you know ninety five percent of her existence, just yeah, the, making jokes that nobody else is fu- listening to. P- just pissing sentences into the wind. Dawson walks up behind Jen, who like Spidey senses him. She never turns around. She knows it's Dawson, and she says, "Maybe he has a specific scent." You make I. I'm starting to feel like your TV, and I have no idea what that means. Um. We're skipping ahead a little bit. There's some more interplay between those. There is? Well, we cut to Mitch and Gale, and then we cut back to... Oh, fuck Mitch and Gale. Oh, Mitch and Gale. Fuck Mitch and Gale. Well, Pacey and Tamara comes up first. Fuck them, too. Fuck them, too. (laughs) Done with it. So over Pacey and Tamara. Yeah, couldn't care less. It's it. Good job. Okay, the one thing I will say, real quick, is is that Tamara does a real good job of saying... of. Um, holding her ground, being an adult, and ending it as firmly as possible. Even though she wavers, she looks like she's about to waver a bit at the end, but then they let it go. Good. I hope this never comes up again. But, to your point earlier of whether or not Pacey is the smartest guy in the room or just a complete fuck-up, whatever he speaks from the heart, that woman fucking melts and gets a dirty-ass look on her face towards him. Because she wants the D. No, yeah. It's never not... In it's, these in these two episodes, it is clear she wants it, but, but she's sharp enough. Yeah, it's eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> because she's resisting. You don't have to resist if you don't want to. You just go, no, I'm never talking to you again. And if you bring this up again, you're gonna get in a lot of trouble. I'll throw you into a ditch. But she's just like, no, okay. don't. But she means yes, do. But it's enough no Which don't. still means no, by the way, guys. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Pacey. No means no. Read a little bit about consent, people. No, Pacey's not old enough to give consent. He yeah, says he is. He gives... 
is is it just me or does he give a similar argument about like because he talks about um how he was like half of it too and yeah. has some culpability and yeah he he's mind- miloing it yeah right i was about now. to say isn't that the same like thing that milo talked uh, milo talked about where he's like yeah i got fucked by a priest didn't bother me yeah so it's, yeah it's the so milo's giving the pacey argument so you could say that i did I say would that. say that it's a very male point of view i think a lot of males when they hear about a boy and a woman oh an older woman they don't see it as abuse Sure. I think we talked about it yesterday. Or la- last week. Yeah, but it was all cut. There was a little bit of it. A little bit. Or- yeah, I think that's the thing. I think he's saying it as like a 30-year-old writer. Yeah, like, exactly. What's the big deal? Which seems creepier that a 30-year-old yeah. writer puts into a 15-year-old's mouth like, that's fine. But I think even a 15-year-old would. Like you said, when we were 15, oh, we sure. were like, why, 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 why does it happen here? So Dawson does just kind of eerily walk up behind Jen, which must be like 35 feet away from Pacey and Tamara. Uh, Are they standing in the same Because Pacey no. didn't leave that Daisy's much. Wa- Daisy. Pacey's walking home towards his own creek. <laughs> the same <laughs> creek, but further down. A creek of his own making. Yeah. He doesn't call it Dawson. He calls it Pacey's Creek. That point. He's like, he does is, it under his breath, though. Yeah, He's like, Pacey's, Pacey's creek. creek. Fuck you. <laughs> Me and Tamara are going to go to Tamara and Pacey's <laughs> Creek. Yeah. But when... Jo- Joe, Jen says to him, I'm beginning to feel like your TV set. Yeah, what does that mean? Um, you stare at me and analyze me too much. Oh, that is like, you keep turning me on and off. <laughs> and I, I really had no idea what it meant. I just I, got cable. I feel like it's like you're treating me as a... Uh, I think you're right. As something, you, that does, like, no. some, something that's not real that I'm going like, to use you as an object to study. And no, I think you're right upon. when you said yep. you keep staring at me. <laughs> and analyzing me and too analyzing much. And analyzing me too much. Yeah, I think you're correct. Without saying anything. I thought he was just like, that's a weird thing to say to somebody. Well, notice how Dawson well, he would not say he would not say that because he's not listening to her. He's thinking about himself. <laughs> what am I going to say next? <laughs> exactly. Not, surely that's something creepy like, I want to be your boy adventure. <laughs> would it be it creep- works though. It totally works. It does. But would it be just would it be creepier if he said if he said I'm your I want to be your adventure boy? No, I wrote down he says this weird thing and then Jen does the most unexpected thing and I want to go on an adventure with you. Yeah, I wrote down holy shit that worked with a yeah, question like, mark. But yeah. like it's so out of left field, it doesn't seem like it would work. No, even it's though, like totally forced. Even though she looks at a boat where two old people are dancing, it still doesn't make any no, sense. No, it's like she is so angry. He just like embarrassed her in front of the whole school. Yeah. This brand new school she and like she's like she says to him, I am so angry right now and he's like, But I don't wanna be your friend. I I wanna be your boy adventure and she's like yeah. Well, Let's all, go on an adventure. That's also the second episode in a row where he has women in his life thoroughly furious, says one thing, and completely flips them. He's good. <laughs> this good. fucking Dawson, he's a, he's a warlock. Yeah. Oh, he didn't have to give me any information about masturbation this time. And yeah. they have... <laughs> By the way, jerk off to Katie Kirk. They have this like, really sweet moment while on the, on the dock dancing. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, you want to dance... And- it was, like, for, it was a very creek moment. It was forced. It was totally forced to get to that moment. Yeah, but but that the moment, moment the moment itself worked. It works. See, I feel yeah. like, but I feel like it's very. It's almost like a negative thing that's happening to Jen now because she's like upset and like you can tell that 
she's just trying to get her shit together. Like, she's like, look, man, things were happening fast. And you're like, I, I'm like, I feel like I'm doing good. And she's like, well, why don't you just kiss me? He's like, because she doesn't fucking want to, man. Why can't you just be friends with a chick? Well, it's like, no. and, it, and it's then he like basically some, makes her. It's like some, no, but like, you can't just be, if you want to be her boyfriend, you can't be her friend. He's he, friends. He's, he's, abs- he's absolutely at, right. He's uh, absolutely right. There. there is a definite like. It's once, a different thing. Yeah, it's like once you're friends. And I mean, I'm not saying friends can't become more, but it becomes way more complicated. And it's absolutely the right move to a este- to, to rather than be yeah. friend zoned and be like you're okay with that, and but then like se- but then yeah. like secretly be into it. It's it is it is one hundred percent a stand up to move move to be like that doesn't no. like that shit doesn't that work. That is what he does something that most boys never learn. That like, if a be girl, straight up with it, be straight up with a girl. If she doesn't feel it, then your relationship is over. Where most guys would, oh no, I I never, yeah, we'll just be friends and then pine for her for sixteen years, <laughs> and then and be fear and like be secretly furious yeah, whenever yeah. she dates anybody else. I mean, so it's it's a di- it's it's a dishonest relationship because the when you tell a woman that. That woman truly believes, okay, cool, we're just friends. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're being disingenuous the whole time because you're just being like, go Yeah. No, yeah. he does the absolute no, that, right thing. That's the right that is I don't know how often he'll do it in this in this show, but that is the absolute <laughs> that may right have been thing it. to do. Yeah. Like you uh, yeah. But I feel like what Dawson would have done was like be like, No, we can be friends. No, we can be friends. And then pied for her. No, that when I, I, I was genuinely surprised when he went that route. I was just like Good on you, Dawson. Way to way to be straight up. Yeah. Also, the the whole like I've been, you know, I've been doing, you know, I've been doing so good. It's like someone who's like trying to stay clean, just being like, no, I've been going to meetings and shit. And Dawson just like, come on, do a bump. That's exactly what bump. it is. No, it's not. For Janet is no, but he's not asking her to do drugs. No, no, I, I was I was making it. I was. No, making I'm saying an analogy. she's saying that she she is addicted to drugs and she is getting clean. Well, I'm saying love is the strongest drug, Brian. <laughs> All right, so this, so in summation, I like this episode. Um, I enjoyed this episode. There's, um, oh, I feel like there's a little bit. There's real quick. Wait, wait, real quick. There's a moment where before this whole uh, Dawson Jen thing, when Dawson's still talking to Joey, and he says they have that real nice moment before they see Jen. He says something to Joey, and Joey laughs, but I don't think Joey is laughing. I think Katie Holmes is laughing. Can we watch it real quick so I can show you guys with the with the sound on? I'll cut it out. Right there. I feel like she was laughing at saying that line, and she got it in, but it just but it just played so naturally that they left yeah. it in. That's kind of cool. I think that's a Katie Holmes laugh, not a Joey laugh. Either way, it's, either way, it's it's a nice little it's a nice little something something. Yeah. Before like Scientology took her laughter away. What There's that scene in Almost Famous. Famous after he sees the band for the first time and he's talking to Penny Lane and he goes, she's like, we should go to Morocco. And he goes, ask me again. And that's the actor asking her to say her line again. So oh, that really? he can answer it, yeah. Huh. And they kept it in. That's kind of cool. So in summation, tonight's episode, I'm a fan. Uh... As we mentioned earlier, the story kind of streamlines a little bit. Uh, there's no, there's no Grams in this episode, so there's none of that like no, annoying ass struggle between uh, you will do what I say, Jennifer, and all that kind of shit. And uh, there's no Bessie and Bodie drama for to pull Joey's attention in another direction. Um, there is still uh, Mitch and Gail. Gail. Uh, I Negative. will say that uh, this 
episode and the discussion there and has uh, provided me with uh, some real food for thought. And uh, and I also enjoyed it. I do think it was tighter than episode one. Absolutely. A hun- it's 100% tighter. But, like, I think but I'm just so over Pacey Tamara. Yeah. And we got, like, so much more. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Ugh. Like, the rest of the season. Christ. But All right, well. Joey, I mean, I know last week one of Brian's concerns, I mean, with the show is like Joey is so poorly written in the first episode, and it's just like leaps and bounds better by this one. I mean, yeah, because that's now, true. Now Dawson is such a pain in the ass that it justifies Joey being like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah, all all of her all of her attitude in this episode is like, "Yeah, you should be saying this shit to him because he's being fucking ridiculous." Yeah, and she and she's also genuinely funny. But in the previous episode, it was like. She Listen, was just mad. Jen was just been here. She's been here like three days. Like <laughs> her grandpa has a fucking busted aorta. Cut her some slack. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like okay. Now I've had to listen to this for a couple of weeks and yeah. I'm over it, Dawson. Yeah, I I like Joey uh, about a thousand percent more in this episode. And there's this really sad moment where she peeks out and watches. Dawson and Jen dancing at the end. Yeah, I was just like, why didn't you go home? such a sad scene. Yeah, go home. Because she has to go to find a rowboat and row home. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. That is the downside of living on the other side of the creek. Just getting home is Yeah, a it's, pain. it's either you got to walk all the way around the creek or you got to like find a fucking dick. rowboat just sitting around and, the and row last, that shit home. They guard and those the last things. time she fucking rowed a boat home late at night... She just saw fucking Gail and Bob making out. She doesn't want to, like, you know, what will she see this time? She doesn't want to chance a, it. Also, Dawson says, can I bag on you, Joe? As, can I bail on you? I noticed that, too. And she's like, yeah, you can bag. Is that a thing? Is Not bagging, as far as I know. Bagging? I, I heard him say that, and I thought he was going to, like, talk shit to her. Can <laughs> like, I bag on you? You're fucking too tall. <laughs> you too tall. Your titties ain't that cool. Yeah, I don't no, care what like, Jen says. Can I bag on you? <laughs> yeah, you can bag. I feel like that's like writers like, what are kids? What, what yeah, are what kids a kid talk? What do kids say? Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I thought it was kind of boring. Well, uh, podcast I made, audience? I guess I was just relieved that it wasn't trying to jump all over the place the entire time. So uh, we'll see how that settles next week when we tackle uh, season one. Episode 3, entitled Kiss. Audience, um, I would like to humbly request that we bag on you. Uh, We will talk to you next week. So, for Dawson Dudes, this is John. Brian. Chris. And we will see you next week. Loving you, buddy. Mahalo. Bye. (laughs) That's my catchphrase. No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, he invented Mahalo. No, the the Hawaiians invented it. Yeah, he invented it as a radio slash podcast sign off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>